Tonight, DC movies have new chiefs, Marvel has a new spin-off, Star Trek has a new channel, and remember Jules Bass and Leslie Jordan. All that and more on this edition of Multiverse Tonight. Comic books, sci-fi, fantasy, and more. If you're looking for a roundup of geeky news, you're in the right place. This is Multiverse Tonight. And here's your host, Thomas Townley. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, hello, everyone, and welcome to uh, this edition of Multiverse Tonight. Now, before I start off today's show, I'd like to take a moment to send my condolences to Joey Mills and the Pop Goes the Culture crew. Uh, this past week, they lost a member of their crew, Kenny Wright. Now, I've met Kenny a few times at Planet Comic Con. He was always a good guy, and it was a pleasure knowing him. Now, my wife and I send our deepest sympathies to Kenny's friends and family, and I'll include a link to the most recent episode of Pop Goes the Culture where they memorialize Kenny in the show notes. Now, uh, on the stuff here at home, I'm taking a few days off before the the crazy time known as Deals for Days at Walmart. Uh, yes, that's our version of Black Friday. It's like through you know a sale every week, but it's mostly aimed now at Walmart Plus subscribers. So you know, won't be that bad as in years past. And uh, basically, just looking looking ahead to the end of the year. Um, we just got our first snowfall here, although it happened overnight and it basically melted before. Anyone ever saw it, but it melted. And, you know, we got some good rain. Uh, at least, in, you know, nearly an inch and a third. So that was much needed. So well, here's uh, looking forward to that. Uh, we're supposed to get some more rain today, too. Now, uh, let's go on to the DC Comics News. James Gunn and Peter Safran have been tapped as co-chairmen and co-CEOs of DC Studios, the newly created production entity that will oversee DC's properties for Warner Brothers Discovery. The two released a statement saying, quote, We're honored to be the stewards of these DC characters we've loved since we were children. We were looking forward to collaborating with the most talented writers, directors, and actors in the world to create an integrated, multicolored universe that still allows for the individual expression of the arts involved. Our commitment to Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Harley Quinn, and the rest of the DC stable of characters is only equaled by our commitment to the wonder of human possibility these characters represent. We're expected to invigorate the theatrical experience around the world as we tell some of the biggest, most beautiful, and grandest stories ever told. We're specifically enthusiastic about doing all this with Mike, Pam, Casey, Channing, and the whole Warner Bros. Discovery team, and are grateful to David Zaslov, whose bold vision for the future of the franchise we share allows for this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Most of all, we can't wait to bring you all of the of that into the story of the DCU. Unquote. 
Now, Gun Saffron will oversee the film, TV, and animation at DC Studios. They'll assume their new roles. They assumed their new roles just this past week and will report to Warner Brothers Discovery President and CEO David Zaslav and will work closely with Mike DeLuca and Pam Abdi, the co-chairpersons and CEOs of Warner Brothers Film Group. Both are expected to continue to work on other projects outside of DC. So, you know, if you're worried that all of a sudden Marvel is losing out on James Gunn, no, they can still do other other things. This will just be their main focus. Um, personally, I see this, this is a good thing. I mean, James Gunn has done you know, well with Suicide Squad and uh, the stuff related to that. So maybe you know he can finally make the DC Comics movies fun. Yeah, there's there's hardly any comic in the in the DC Comics movie, especially you know you you make Batman darker and darker with every iteration. You make super you manage to make Superman dark. How do you make Superman dark? He's the world's biggest Boy Scout. But uh, you know, here's hoping that we'll get you know some good stuff out of this. In our news, Kristen Melody is joining Colin Farrell in the Batman spin-off series starring on the Penguin at HBO Max, according to Variety. Uh, L- exact plot details for the series, which is titled The Penguin, are under wraps, but it's believed to take place in the immediate aftermath of the events of the Batman movie. Uh, Farrell will reprise the role of the infamous Batman villain whom he played in the film. Melody will star as Sophia Valcone, the daughter of, crime, of Gotham mob boss Carmine Falcone, John Turturro played Carmine in The Batman, with the Penguin serving as his right-hand man. Oh, you know, still never not seen The Batman. Again, dark, gritty. And these days, I don't really... I'm not really into grim dark. DC's Stargirl is coming to an end. The series will be concluding its third season, which is currently airing on The CW. Now, new episodes will continue to air on Wednesdays through December 7th. The series, created by Jeff Johns and starring Breck Britt Basinger as high school co- st- student Courtney Whitmer, the character that starred, that starred Johns' career as a comic book writer when he created her in 1999, inspired by his sister who was killed in a 1996 plane crash. Yeah, That's kind of sad, again, that uh, Warner Brothers slashing where they can. Now, uh, something that hasn't been slashed yet is Dead Boy Detectives, the HBO Max adaptation of the Vertigo comic of the same name, which has added two new cast members. According to Variety, Caitlin Riley and Max Jenkins has, have been cast in the recurring roles of Liddy and Kingham, respectively. Now, these characters are described as two tiny foul-mouthed dandelion sprites who are an annoyance to the dead boys. Now, let's go on to the Marvel news. And we begin Marvel news with with Marvel Studios finding its Wonder Man. <gasps> Yaha Abdul Mateen II is set to join the Disney Plus series Wonder Man as Simon Williams, who has transformed into the titular superhero. Now it'll be Abdul Mateen's third major comic book character after playing Black Manta in 2018's Aquaman, Doctor Manhattan in HBO's Watchmen, for which he won an Emmy. And he's already set to replies Black Manta again for Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, which is currently due out this Christmas. Filmmaker, filmmaker Dustin Daniel Cretton, Cretton 
who directed Marvel's 2021 feature Shang-Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings, is currently developing Wonder Man with head writer Andrew Guest, who did Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Community, as part of Creighton's overall deal with Marvel Studios and Onyx Collective. Uh, Creighton may, have, may direct as well, although he's kind of got a crowd plate right now. He's always set to direct uh, 2025's Avengers The King Dynasty and is expected to helm the unexpected, but he's still unannounced, Shang-Chi sequel. A new WandaVision spinoff is in the works, this time following Vision. Titled Vision Quest, not much is known about the series. Now, it will most likely follow Vision as he tries to regain you know, who he was prior to his death. Uh, Paul Bettany will be returning to the role of Vision, of course, with uh, WandaVision head writer and executive producer Jack Schaefer overseeing the writer's room. Now, speaking of WandaVision spinoffs, Agatha, Coven of Chaos, has cast Heartstopper's Joe Locke in an unknown role. Locke joins Catherine Hahn in the Marvel Studios series, in which Hahn will reprise the role of Agatha Harkness, which she played in WandaVision. Emma Caulfield Ford is also set to reprise the role of Dottie from WandaVision. Agatha, Kaon of, Co- of, Co- Co- of Chaos, say that three times fast, is continuing to build out its cast with the addition of Ali Han and Maria Dezia. Freddy has confirmed. Now let's go on to the Star Trek news. Pluto TV is expanding its Star Trek offerings with the more Star Trek channel, which will feature the original series and Deep Space Nine. Now, the new CBS content will be rolling onto the streaming service over November and December, and it's not known if or when Pluto TV will expand to offer you know, Star Trek Voyager or Enterprise. Uh, currently, all the Star Trek content on Pluto is available live or and not part of their more limited on-demand offerings. Now, Star Trek. Pro- now, let's go on to some award news. Star Trek Prodigy has been honored with a major nomination by the National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences. Prodigy has been nominated for Outstanding Animated Series for the first ever Children's and Family Emmy Awards. The Trek series, aimed at younger audiences, is going up against City of Ghosts, The Cuphead Show, The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, and A Tale Dark and Grim. The inaugural Children's the inaugural Children's and Family Emmy Awards will be presented on Saturday, December 10th for Creative Arts and Sunday, December 11th at the Wilshire Evel Theatre in Los Angeles. We'll be back after a quick break. You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Nah, I mean. So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little? You mean? Yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. I'm trying. Oh, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah. Yeah. Look, 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 look. We all artists, man. We go. You feel me? We gonna have this like. Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right now. This I gotta lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Don't play with it. Play with it. No. Take that shit serious. This week, the Texas-headquartered space burial company Celestis announced that their upcoming Enterprise flight 
would be adding more esteemed Star Trek franchise names to their Memorial Rocket mission. Representing a pair of respected behind-the-scenes luminaries, the flight will now include Dreg Jean, a veteran model maker and VFX guru who created many models seen in the Star Trek series, and Star Trek pioneer and associate producer and director Robert H. Justman, the person recognized as Gene Roddenberry's right-hand man, who helped land Sir Patrick Stewart as Jean-Luc Picard for Star Trek The Next Generation. Back in August, they announced the created remains of the late Michelle Nichols will uh, be aboard Solicitus's first ever deep space voyage. Then in September, Solicitus had another noble Enterprise crew member to the epic journey to, with the inclusion of DNA samples from DeForest Kelly. Uh, now he... Now... Uh, now, this is a uh, big... Becoming star stuff, so congratulations to all those uh, remains going aboard this rocket. Let's go on through the Star Wars news. Roger, Roger. Not much Star Wars news this time as well, but Star Wars Instagram did have a fun fact. Quote, the Jawaese language uses scent as well as spoken words. The Jawa stench helps them understand one another, but also makes Jawi Jawaese impossible for others to learn. Unquote. Now that sounds like a really stinky language. It's also been revealed that Andor has started filming its second season. Now, according to Collider, Andor will begin filming its next batch of episodes the Monday before Thanksgiving, which is uh, November November twenty first. They also revealed that Season 2 will visit Yavin. Now, if you remember, the original Star Wars, Yavin 4, was the moon home of the Rebel Alliance's base. Now, let's go on to the geek news. Doctor Who will stream exclusively on Disney Plus outside of the UK and Ireland. This new arrangement will start in late 2023 with the specials featuring the now 14th Doctor, David Tennant, before the next series starts with the 15th Doctor, played by Nakudi Gatwa. The partnership will officially start with the show returns next year. New episodes will drop on Disney Plus when they premiere on BBC. Now, for anyone wishing to catch up on the show, it appears for now the old episodes will still continue to stream on HBO Max. Amazon has ordered a series based on the 2016 Seth Rogen movie Sausage Party. The animated show, titled Sausage Party Foodtopia, has uh, no plot details as known, but and it's unknown if this will be some sort of prequel or sequel to the original film. Uh, Seth Rogen, Kristen Wiig, Michael Sarah, David Kremholtz, and Edward Norton, all of whom lent their voices to the film, are expected to return for the series. Additionally, Will Forte, Sam Richardson, Natasha Rothwell, and Yasir Lester will also star in the series. It's currently in production. Yeah, that that's an okay movie to see once. Once you've seen it once, it's not really you know it's not really re- rewatchable. You know, it kind of it kind of loses something. Yeah. Anyway, Henry Cavill is leaving The Watcher. Yes, I know. <laughs> kind of cruel, isn't it? Uh, which has been renewed for a fourth season at Netflix. But one handsome face has been exchanged for another. 
as Liam ne- as Liam Hemsworth will be taking over the lead role of Geralt of Rivia. Rivia. Uh, Cavill said in a statement, quote, My journey as Geralt of Rivia has been filled with both monsters and adventures, but, and alas, I'll be laying down my medallion and my sword for season four. In my stead, the fantastic Mr. Liam Hemsworth will be taking up the mantle of the White Wolf. As with the greatest of literary characters, I pass the torch with reverence for the time spent embodying Geralt and enthusiasm to see Liam's take on this most fascinating and nuanced of men. Liam, good sir, this character has such a wonderful depth of, of him, depth to him. Enjoy diving in and seeing what you can find. Now, Hemsworth is best known for his role of Gail Hawthorne in the Hunger Games series, opposite Jennifer Lawrence, and more recently starred with Christopher Waltz in the Roku Channel's Most Dangerous Game series, which was renewed for a second season in August, when, this past August. Hmm. Well, sorry, you know, I guess, you know, the uh, loss is Superman's gain, because it's expected that he'll be going... You know, he'll be appearing as Superman more and more often. So, yay. Anyway, uh, Peacock has given a straight-to-series order to a Friday the 13th prequel currently titled Crystal Lake. Now, exact plot details are being kept under wraps. Doesn't that seem like like almost every story I've read today has been exact plot details have been kept under wraps? Can we get some plot details somewhere? Anyway, although it's being described as an expanded prequel. The show will be written by Brian Fuller, who's also going to be the showrunner and executive producer. Victor Miller, who penned the original film in the franchise, will also serve as executive producer alongside Mark Toberoff, Rob Barsamian, and A24. A24 will be the studio behind the series. Black Panther's Winston Duke will be joining Ryan Gosling on Universal's big screen version of the 1980s TV show The Fall Guy. Bullet Train director David Light was helming the action extravaganza, which already has Emily Blunt, Aaron Taylor-Johnson, and Stephanie Sue uh, rolling in on the passenger seat. Duke will be playing the best friend of the Sunsmen, and Taylor-Johnson will be playing the movie star while Sue will be his assistant. Now, Blunt will be the prosthetic makeup artist who has a romantic past with the stuntman. Now, it's uh, in a switch from the original 80s series, which starred Lee Majors. The story doesn't focus on a stuntman with a side hustle as a bounty hunter. Instead, the script by Drew Pierce will focus on a battered and past his prime stuntman who finds himself working back in a movie with a star for whom he doubled long ago, but who replaced him. The wrinkle, however, is that the star has gone missing. Production began this week in Australia. Well, I'm not kind of kiss and tell, but I haven't seen with Farah. It's true, I rent my body out for pay. A hey hey. Man, that's ridiculous. Let's let's go on. HBO has unexpectedly cancelled Westworld after its recent fourth season. The series was acclaimed and racked up 54 Emmy nominations, including a supporting actress win for Thandie Newton. And in other Warner Bros. Discovery news, the CEO David Zaslav, during the quarterly earnings call, called out plans for adaptations of DC Comics characters, while also teasing that they'd like to get a new Harry Potter movie going by working with author J.K. Rowling. 
And their franchise, the Sazlov, called out, however, is the Lord of the Rings, which is back in the public eye in a big way, thanks to Amazon Prime's uh, series. According to Zaslav, Warner Bros. Discovery still has the film rights to the Tolkien stories. And he said, quote, We're going to have a real focus on franchises. We haven't had a Superman movie in 13 years. We haven't done a Harry Potter movie in 15 years. The DC movies and Harry Potter movies provide a lot of the profits of Warner Brothers motion pictures over the last 25 years. So focus on the franchise. One of the big advantages that we have, House of the Dragon, is an example of that. Game of Thrones taking advantage of Sex and Sex and the City, Lord of the Rings. We still have the right to do Lord of the Rings movies. What are the movies that have brands that are stood and loved everywhere in the world? We have a lot of franchises people leave the house for. Batman, Superman, Aquaman. If we do something with JK or on Harry Potter going forward, Lord of the Rings, what are we doing with Game of Thrones? What are we doing with a lot of the big franchises that we have? We're focused on franchises, unquote. In other words, it sounds like he wants to milk that IP that they've, that they have rather than invest in new things. You know, basically, Milk the tried and true instead of, you know, work on work on some you know unknown character they've that that the uh, people don't know. Yeah, this could be good. This could be bad. I guess you know. I guess it's just a lot of wait and see. Anyway, to finish out, uh, let's remember a couple of people that we've lost. Uh, Jules Bass. Half of the half of the team of Rankin Bass has passed away. Now Jules, the animator, producer, director, and composer, whose work includes stop motion holiday television specials like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman, and Santa Claus is Coming to Town, passed away on October twenty fifth in an assisted living facility in Rye, New York, according to his publicist. Uh, Bass was known for his long standing career of partnership with director author Arthur Rink Arthur Rankin Jr who passed away in 2014 at the age of 89. The two pushed many productions through their banner, Rankin Bass Productions, which was also known for its laborious cell-animated stop-motion films that took long periods of time to turn into full-length features. Bass and Rankin's first production was a syndicated television series titled The Adventures of Pinocchio, which premiered in 1960, and they notched up Emmy Award nominations for outstanding children's special for the work on The Little Drummer Boy, Book 2, in 1977, and one year later, took home a Peabody for their animated version of J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit. In 1980, they took out another Tolkien adaptation with The Return of the King. The Paraco directed a film in 1982 titled Last Unicorn, which featured voice talents from Jeff Bridges, Mia Farrow, Angela Lansbury, Alan Arkin, and Robert Klein. In addition to numerous holiday specials, they served as producers of series like Thundercats and The Jackson 5, and Bass also produced and directed the 1967 cult, move, cult favorite Mad, Party Mon- Mad Monster Party starring Boris Karloff. Jules Bass was 87 years old. Author Michael Coppa, has, who appeared in shows like The X-Files, Highlander, Smallville, and movies like Fantastic Four and Rise of the Planet of the Apes, 2011, has died from complications from a brain tumor on October 23rd. Copsa was a stable of genre TV series shot in Vancouver or Toronto, including Fringe, The Net, Dead Zone, and The Sentinel. He also played General Kerrigan on Stargate, Stargate SG-1 after, moving the, after the show moved to Vancouver in 1994. He also had a thriving career as a voiceover artist 
playing Char as as Nabal in the English dubbing of Mo, of Mobile Suit Gungam, and Cole Valcott O'Huey in the Galaxy Angel Animated series. He also did English language voice dubbing dubbing on voice for voiceovers like Ninjago, Alien Racers, and Princess Castle, and for a host of video games as well. Michael Copsa was 66 years old. And finally tonight, Leslie Jordan passed away. Uh, Jordan was driving in Hollywood Monday on Monday morning and crashed into the sides of a building at Cahoga Boulevard and Romaine Street. It's suspected he suffered some sort of medical emergency. Now, Jordan was a veteran actor whose credits also included The Help, The Cool Kids, and Call Me, Ca- and Call Me Cat, which he was uh, on the way to the set. It's in its third season on Fox. In 2006, he won the Emmy Award for Guest Actor in the comedy series for his role on Will and Grace, a, for which he played Karen's sexually ambiguous socialite frenemy, Beverly Leslie. Born and raised in Tennessee, Jordan grew up a Southern Baptist and moved to Los Angeles in 1982 and began racking up credits just a few years later. Starting in his 20s, he struggled with drug and alcohol abuse, and in 2010, he announced that he had been sober for 13 years. Jordan began his career in 1986, appearing as Malone in the adventure series The Fall Guy, but and quickly became recognizable in the industry for his diminutive size and southern drawl. He appeared on television series including Alan McBeal, Ugly Betty, Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman, Hidden Palms, Star Trek Voyager, Caroline in the City, Pee-wee's Playhouse, Reba, Boston Public, Nash Bridges, Boston Legal, as well as films like Ski Patrol, Roadside Rodeo, Love Ranch, Southern Baptist Sissies, and the United States versus Billie Holiday. Jordan played three different characters on three different seasons of Ryan Murphy's American Horror Story, recurring in Coven, Roanoke, and 1984. Jordan also released a gospel music album titled Companies Coming in 2021, and later that year appeared as a guest panelist on The Masked Singer, where he performed the gospel standard, This Little Light of Mine. Leslie Jordan was 67 years old. And that brings us to the end of this edition. Now, be sure to check out our social media. We're still on Twitter, you know, for now, at Multiverse Tom. We're also on Facebook and Instagram as well. And if you found any value in the show, please feel free to contribute uh, financially. You can uh, also check our show notes, visit our Tee Public store, and so much more at multiversetonight.com. If you're a subscriber... Thank you very much. Uh, be sure to share it with friends and family. If you're brand new to the show, thank you. And be sure to subscribe. Leave some feedback. Let me know how we're doing. Special thanks to Shane Ivers for our intro music and Lobo Loco for the outro theme music. Thanks for watching this edition of Multiverse Tonight. We'll be back in two weeks with more sci-fi and comic book news. Now please exit the universe in an orderly fashion. Good night. Multiverse Tonight is a production of Half Big Genre Productions, copyright 2022, all rights reserved. This podcast is part of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast network. Find out more about our other podcasts at popgoestheculture.com. Multiverse Tonight.